Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. I am your host, Carlos Diaz. And we have none other than Vivek from Digital Space Inc. Uh, Vivek, how are you doing today, man? Yeah, very good, very good, uh, Carlos. Uh, thanks for having me on this podcast. Uh, you know, I'm doing great, as good as I can be, I guess, uh, during these times. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I appreciate you dressing up and shaving, and you know, <laughs> making it a little more <laughs> Well, yeah, you gotta take more, I guess, uh, uh, care uh, when you're getting into a video call these days. I guess, right? We're all learning. How do you like being at home all the time versus going to the office and all that? Uh, yeah, it's it's an adjustment, I guess, uh, you know. But hopefully, this this shall pass too, right? Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited actually because uh, the platform that I have is something that's very relevant these days, as the businesses will start to open up post COVID. When we look at the stores, right uh, over here in Texas, uh, I guess you know we're running wild like the cowboys. So everything is opening up. The gyms just opened up on Monday. Uh, so now you can go to the gym, you can go get a haircut, you can go to the movie theater, retail locations. So I've noticed uh, there's obviously some constraints. They're only open to uh, 25% capacity. And I think that that example is going to be you know, a chain effect down all the different states and cities in our country uh, and just all over the world, right? Not just here in the U.S. But with that... I think one of the big things I've noticed is there is this queue now that got created outside of the store, which I personally hate. I've had to engage it a couple of times, and especially here, it's very hot, like, what, 10 months out of the year? So, you know, you're sweating out there and all that good stuff. Uh, and they have an employee who's there, and they're, like, yelling at each other. I can see the guy that's in front of the store yelling, I guess, at the security guard that's inside, and they're they're using those old, you know, manual counters at the theme parks, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what they're called, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's how they're communicating with each other. And, and I think, I mean, what you guys are offering is so relevant to that. Uh, and with that, I can, I'll let you kind of talk a little bit more about that. What, how do you think uh, what Digital Space Inc. brings to the table can help those retailers, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, so I'll tell you, right, in terms of our technology, I'll uh, mm-hmm. sort of parse it in two two ways. One is the pre-COVID era. When okay. we actually, you know, uh, developed this platform, it was actually for any physical space, right? And retail was one of our prime, you know, areas and customer segment. Where, okay. you know, we created a platform to, you know, do a lot of analytics on humans real time, uh, you know, with respect to, you know, how many people in a given area, uh, hot and cold zones in a given area based on, you know, the density of people, you know, their age and gender, um, you know, and so on and so forth. And all that was done without capturing any personal information. So the idea was to provide 
insights directly out of the box to retailers about you know where the people are where what kind of time they're spending in department a versus the department b which time of the uh, you know day is the store really get busy and which part and so on and so forth right okay but did you, you guys also sorry to interrupt did you guys also include like geofencing like pre covid was geofencing part of what you guys were bringing to the table as well yeah 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 and and what we did was uh, we uh, developed just to standardize it right and just to mm-hmm. to make it truly scalable solution we designed a piece of hardware which actually you know runs on the principle of edge computing so you know wherever we go we really we have to install our hardware which is a, essentially a smart edge uh, that captures all the data and then that processes all the data locally so again you don't really you know need any extra processing in the cloud or anywhere else because it's all done locally you know to be more cost effective and more faster to avoid any net- network latency and also the analytical platform that obviously provided all the kpis so let's say you're a retailer and you have let's say 100 stores you know you can actually uh, look at all the metrics that we are collecting across all your stores right so and then you can obviously slice and dice the data and you know and, and again the important point was not about generating data but about directly generating insights out of the box right so what i mean is you know based on the insights we generate we you can say okay you know what uh, i got got to be do I, i dynamically you can allocate your staff to let's say a department where you expect ex, you know experiencing more traffic versus other right uh, you know you are able to obviously understand you know what the conversion rate is in one area versus other right um, so so all, all those insights were there but now as we talk about the post covid world that we live in right and social distancing kind of becoming a norm you know we see so many more applica- applicability of our platforms for example you mentioned queue management right i mean queue management by and large still is very manual process you know believe it or not right in retail especially so how do you do it we do actually have one of the use cases is just a queue management what we do is you know so uh, so far our focus was essentially managing the queue at the point of sale because again you know uh, a lot of retailers want yeah, the data for the traffic area right yeah That's, yeah so like you know how much time on an average a shopper is waiting uh, you know setting business rules to alert managers if a threshold goes let's say beyond certain number of minutes or the number of people go certain you know beyond a number of you know a number and so on so you know, i'm also assuming with with that you guys could also do like uh send notifications to the employees right so that if my registers only had two cashiers which i think that's the the most common problem that pre covid retail stores had right they had they were paying for 10 people for labor force inside the store and only two were cashiers and all the other employees were too preoccupied folding the clothes to make sure they go home on time right <laughs> instead of staying longer in the store but i think your system from what i was reading which is very interesting had the ability to notify the manager on duty or the other cashiers that were available hey guys we have a queue that's outside of the normal range which maybe that threshold is three people four people depending on the retail company you know what stop folding clothes and jump on the register so that if we have six registers we're fully functional at 100% capacity uh, in getting that line out of the way yeah you yeah, i mean you hit it nail on its head right absolutely uh, you know and uh, we also have a uh, you know a platform very modular so you can set up as any business rules right so let's say you want to say hey you know what uh, this number of people have been waiting there for like 10 minutes that's really not good 
So mm -hmm. we'll open other register. And then again, it's it's all uh, you know enabled through email and uh, you know SMS notifications on your mobile device. So so you know, and that's what I meant that you know the platform is not about data, but it's about insights and action, you know, real time that one can take uh, to really improve on to you know your operations at that given point in time. Nice, nice. So it, it's really more than anything, almost like a marketing tool, right? Because you're really grabbing all these insights about your shoppers more than counting the people or not counting the people. I mean, that just becomes a side effect of the many functionalities that it offers. Right. I mean, counting is like the most, most basic of it, right? That, you know, mm -hmm. you can put it, put in, you know, we can put in our hardware at all entry and exit points and we can at any point in time tell how many people are there uh, in, mm -hmm. in that given mm -hmm. physical store, right? Or area. Um, but then, you know, it go goes much beyond that, right? Uh, you know, we do uh, as, you know, about, let's say, track people paths. So again, let's say if you as a shopper is walking into one part of the store and getting to one, one another store, you know, just because, you know, we have a very, you know, extremely fast GPU in mm -hmm. our device, we are able to trace a shopper's path as well, right? And that enables the retailers to understand, okay, you know what, what percent of population or my shoppers are going or taking a certain path, right? Versus other. Yeah, which is super How important because then yeah. maybe you have your clearance on the right-hand side of the store, but guess what? Everybody that comes into your store always makes a left, right? And you always want to put as a best business retail practice, in case you guys don't know that you're listening, you want to put your clearance in the worst location of your store because people are going to gravitate to it, right? So to your point, if, if you can determine based on your customer trends, right? Not the trends that you think the customer is going to have, but rather the facts right. and shift your merchandise that way, your sales are going to skyrocket as yeah. a consequence. Yeah. And, and not only that, and not only that, in fact, as you know, the shoppers are going to that clearance area, how much time, and let's say there's a department A and B in between, we mm -hmm. can also track average dwell time in department A versus B or, or, or no, right? So then that also gives you insight about, okay, you know what? Maybe the merchandise that I have in this department or these set of aisles, uh, you know, is attracting a lot more people because you know what? It's very simple. The, you know, what we have seen through our studies is that the more the dwell time is in any given area, the more the sale is, right? So, you know, uh, so again, we can capture all those side of fine, fine, you know, minute details as well, um, you know, through our platform real time. Nice, nice. Now that's amazing. That's amazing. And so post-COVID, right, where do you guys see uh, yourselves fitting in and helping out the retailers with the new norm? Yeah, I mean, look, as the businesses will start to open up, you know, as, as we were talking just a bit earlier that, you know, social distancing will become a norm, at least for next few years, right? Who knows? But, you know, obviously as a shopper, I'll be more comfortable walking into a retailer where I feel that, you know what, the retailer is gonna be making sure about the social distancing and so on and so forth. So let's say if, you, if you're if you a Walmart or a tar Target, you know, big stores uh, or a Best Buy, let's say, right? We can identify, you know, the your, uh, you know, hot and cold zones. And by that, by that, what I mean is the area where you see a lot of people, right? High density, uh, you know, and when you track it over a period of time, you actually can then start predicting your traffic patterns, right, in given areas and stores and so on. So again, you know, it's a leading indicator, right, for you as a retailer to plan, you know, your your shoppers and so on in, in a given area. So it identifies real time, you know, all the hot and cold zones. It can help you do a lot of queue management that you you may have to end up doing anyway manually in an automated fashion. So be at a point of sale, 
or maybe at an, any other area where, you know, because again, there are point of sales are now everywhere in the store, right? So you, you we can automate that entire process across the store. Um, you know, we can in fact uh, uh, generate, uh, you know, alerts on anomalies that we see, right? So for example, if we see a particular store, uh, you know, crossing a threshold, let's say more than a one standard or two standard deviation of the normal traffic that they expect, all those things can be again done you know, in a very analytical fashion and alerts be generated um, and, and then the traffic pattern be predicted, you know, based on our, obviously all the data modeling and machine learning algorithm in our platform. Nice, nice. No, no, that's that's beautiful. I love it. And, and I think it's going to be crucial for, and not just big box retailers, right? I think everybody, even the mom and pop shop, whoever is out there, right? It, I think there's a spectrum, right? Depending on the size of your business. But mm -hmm. the, the, the new norm right now, regardless of the size of your business, you're going to need to engage uh, companies like yours and you're going to need to implement these processes and procedures, right? Because they're going to become more and more beneficial, not just from, hey, I want to be, uh, you know, putting the customer at ease and giving that health environment, but also the technology is now out there to really get to know your customer beyond the fact that they purchase an item from you, right? Oh, because the oh, ultimate yeah. goal is not to sell the one item, but to get that customer to come back over and over and over again. And if you don't know them, if you don't understand them, if you don't adapt yourself regardless of the size of your business, then you will not surpass the one-time sale. And yeah. your business will not have growth in that. No, I, 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 absolutely, right? So, you know, when we started this 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 uh, focus on retail, it was all about, okay, you know what, in an omni-channel world, let's say you know, on your e-commerce platform, retailers today have mm -hmm. all data about their shoppers, right? Who the shopper is, you know, how much time are they spending on one page versus the other, what kind of product they are browsing and so on, right? And based on which you can really recommend. This is essentially, think about this, you know, in a physical space, right, where we are capturing data for retailers to, for them to understand their shoppers' behavior, you know, uh, you know how much time are they spending, you know, uh, where are they browsing, right, in store and so on. And yeah, absolutely. Another point, uh, sorry, uh, one other point I want to yeah. include here is the privacy, right? So again, when we developed this platform, we had few fundamental principles, right, on which it was based. One was privacy is sacrosanct to, to our you know, approach, right? So at any point in time of all the insights that I'm talking about, we never capture any personal information, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, the retailers would not have to, or the shoppers would not have to worry about that I'm being watched, right? All our insights are actually based on our the aggregate data, right, that we capture. And not mm -hmm. only that, during our whole process, and that's the beauty of the, our technology that we don't even capture any image, you know, for, for of any person, right? Uh, so the way it works is, we install our hardware on ceilings. It you know it it runs neural net right a deep learning AI uh, algorithm locally. It captures all the signals of every every human through that neural net model that that has already been trained, and then we capture that and then convert that into insights and so on. So again, you know, doing all this still keeping privacy. Uh, you know, intact is something that that we're really proud of. That is fundamental for you guys. No, that, that's awesome. I think that even beyond the retailers, I think that's something the customers appreciate, right? Because I think privacy is very deep to us, especially in an environment nowadays that privacy is so obsolete, you know? Uh, if you look at social media and you look at everything that's out there, people don't realize it as much, but the more you're posting on the web, 
your privacy spectrum it just keeps decreasing more and more and more and more you know yeah. and i think then people have the realization after the fact and then they become over excessively wanting to be private about their things you know but so explain to to me and i think to the listeners a little bit more on, on the portion of the insights, right, that we're talking about. So how does the system know that if I'm walking in, right, let's say I have kids and the wife and everybody, right? So the whole family comes in. Obviously, the shopping power are the people that matter to the retailer as far as making a decision. If I'm going to make drastic changes on my floor plan, right, based on the analytics and the insights I'm getting from you guys, uh, how does the system differentiate between the kids and the adults and the shopping person versus the person that's just sitting there and waiting on the wife to try on a hundred different pairs of shoes to finally decide. Right. So, you know, if you're really talking uh, about in context to social distancing going forward, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we don't we don't want to distinguish any person that way. Right? The, the only thing that's important is about that are people obviously, you know, uh, uh, close to each other or how far are they each other, right? Now, okay. um, you know, so the way we do it is that, you you know, um, you know, if let's say a, a family is walking into a store, you know, and, and if you guys are all together, it's an easy thing to track. But again, if you disperse it out, right, and, mm -hmm. you know, walk in one direction and someone else. Yeah, you know, yeah which realistically you walk in with your family and half of your family goes one way. Usually right. I've seen dads always end up going a completely separate direction and it's like a little right. miniature vacation from the, from right. the kids right. you know, as they're shopping. Right. So, you know, for that, you know, again, for, so then for, for, for us, every, you know, human is like an individual thread, right? And that's how, mm -hmm. so we monitor the thread and then we obviously provide all the metrics around that thread. Nice. Uh, you know, um, so uh, it's, uh, it's, um, yeah. No, and, and I think, you know, that, that is why I wanted to talk about that because that's a very valid point. I, because I wanted to bring this up because I, I've talked to a lot of retailers out there, a lot of professionals uh, in store operations, you know, in digital transformation. And they have this mentality that I think it's a little bit misguided that, hey, I only want to know about the person that's buying from me. Right. But that's not necessarily true because a lot of times the people that go with that person have such a drastic level of influence on that purchase. Right. right. The kids, oh, yeah. you walk into Walmart, you have toys. Right. All of a sudden, mom is going to go buy, you know, maybe some groceries. Right. And they end up taking out the video game and some give game boards and a bicycle and who knows right so if you rather consider every single human and understand the trend behind every single human then it allows you to fully understand the trend of your merchandise because when a family walks in it is the whole holistic group making an influential decision on each other as far as what they're going to acquire Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't agree with you more. And in fact, you know, we have done some very simple experiments and we just have been, you know, surprised by the results, right? And I'll give you an example. Just by change in signage, right? So let's say you're walking into a retail and a retailer has put up a signage. Just by changing signage, you know, they have seen so much of change in traffic patterns in that area. Right. And that has actually resulted in like 10, 20% more traffic, 10% more sale. 
right? So now our platform, what it does is, uh, you know, what we call it as an A-B testing. You can use it as an A-B testing device inside your store. So let's say, you know, you may have a, let's say a digital content management, right? So let's say you're walking in and then, you know, your digital content content screen is showing uh, organic strawberries, right? Somewhere there with a nice picture. You know, you can see the impact of that picture and that content on that traffic in that area and also the dwell time, right? And then you can experiment that, you know what, at this time, for this store, at this time of the day, this particular content really resonates with my shopper because, oh, you know what, my traffic has increased and my dwell time has increased and my sales as a result has increased, right? So there is that integration that you can do with your digital content management real time to see, okay, you know what, what's really working? No, I, yeah, I know. I love it because it's validating the marketing campaigns, right? That's that's really what it's doing. Because I, I think, and, and and I love this that you brought this up because I feel it's always so complex for the business side of the corporation to understand the marketing side, right? Because marketing always is perceived as this like black abysm that you just throw money and money and money and money. And then you really have like very limited sources of data to understand how much your marketing campaigns are affecting. And it's always based on, well, did we make money based on that campaign or didn't we? And that's not necessarily always a positive result, right? Because other factors could have influenced that you made money and it was just a coincidence that that campaign kind of made money with that versus did the campaign penetrate your customers and their attention to the point, again, that they connected with your store, that they want to come back to your store. And to your point, if the system can do that and, and really help the retailer understand their marketing campaigns and the effect and the positiveness of their marketing campaigns beyond the dollar figures, right? Because a lot of times we go back, if I really touch your little heart and your little mind, right? You're going to come back or you're going to be singing that jingle or you're going to be remembering that picture. And every time you see it, guess what? You're going to think of my company. And that's ultimately the goal behind a marketing campaign. It's, it should be beyond the dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, look, uh, and, and dollar is easy to capture, right? You have point of sale data, you know how much sale you know you have. And most of the trade promotion systems today, even for CPG companies, obviously, you know, that's the me only measure they have. But what we offer in addition to that is, uh, you know, what is your conversion rate? Uh, yeah, you may have generated that X amount of dollars, but was, you know, 10 people were there in your area or 20 people and how much it translated to your dollar amount, right? So then you get this new metric about conversion and how much time they've spent in that area, right? So, uh, you know, it's just additional dimension that can help you either, you know, provide insights about, you know what, my conversion rate is low, so maybe it's about time to change my assortment, Right. Or you know what, this really works works great because you know people are liking it, spending time buying it, and and you know so on. No, so I, I love it. It's it's almost like turning a picture that's flat, right, a two D picture, two two D picture, and giving it a three dimensional outlook on the picture, right? That I mean, in, in its core, that's what you guys are doing. It's beautiful. It's like if I could see the painting behind me in three D, you know, I see the full structure of the building, right? It, 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 in all its blossomness and beauty. Great. Well, Vivek, thank you so much for your time. I know you have other meetings. You're a busy man. Vivek is the co-founder co -founder and CEO of uh, Digital Space Inc. Yeah, thank you, Carlos. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you would like to participate in the Retail Corner conversation, please sign up via email at retailcorner at proxima360.com or sign up on our website at proxima360.com. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and have a great weekend.